Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. What Manchester Only chance in my team like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again. Um, before we get into the game from yesterday, I'll introduce the guest I've got. Reams, how you doing, bro? Yeah, you might have to wheel that one up still. <laughs> I should have gone to... Guys, first. That's that's my fault. What was I on mute? <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, I said, "Was I?" You know, you have to press the unmute button to unmute yourself. What? <laughs> oh, right. Is that me? That's crazy. That's crazy. Bro. Like, McTominay, what? That ball was for me, Rah, Yeah, man. That was that. Was I was meant to drop in the six, Rah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was left back. My bad, bro. My he said bad. I'm the McTominay of the pod, but that's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next time, next time, next time. <laughs> 
Um, and obviously, you've probably heard the other voices. Gaz, Nigo, how you doing? Slap me, man. All good, bruv. All good. Looking I'm forward to here. I'm just here for a contractual basis. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Hey, man. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, a bit of housekeeping. Obviously, the patron. I saw a, li- a listener question today saying a, suffer- a long-suffering pa- pa- patron member. Um, hopefully, you won't be suffering any law because hopefully we'll get some content out. I'm saying hopefully because, you know. That's all I could do right now. And things are in the works, though. Things are in the works. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's things in the works. So make sure you subscribe and then you'll be getting that lovely content soon enough once you get everything patterned there. Um, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> sticky one still because um, that was our first game, well, first Premier League game in a month, you know, fresh off, you know, that live show cra- crashing off Arsenal. Well, not fresh, but. 28 days later, and um, we held the crashing of our own 6 3 against the City rivals. A double hat trick from Foden and Haaland to make it even worse. Um, Reams, I'll start with you in terms of the lineup. When you saw that lineup, what did you think? Was, was there, was there a, any surprises in there, or no, not for you? Um, I guess. The- only surprise was Rashford coming straight back into the team because he hadn't played for a while. Um, Ten Hag said he, he started training earlier this week, so I don't know. I thought he might have gone with Ronaldo, maybe, just because Ronaldo's been playing games over the last few weeks, international break and whatnot. But other than that, not really. He's kind of, we, we know that this guy, he kind of stumbled across a little formula that was working for him. Um, over the last four games that we've won. So we know he wasn't going to deviate away from that. So other, other than that, not really any surprises. Like, it's not really the team. I don't really feel like that's our strongest team, but it's the team that's been that's been working out for us. So I'm, I, I can't really say I'm surprised he played that, that line-up. Um, so, Gaz, given the team that you saw, what approach did you think we would have? Because when we've played Man, Man C of recent, we've kind of set up deep block counter in, into the space that they will leave but considering the players that we had out there it was going to be difficult because really and truly only Rashford was the proper outlet yep um yeah I expected us to try and play in a similar way to the way we did against Arsenal but like with all due respect to Arsenal and as good as they are you could see that City are just another level in terms of their technical security and technical floor and they took charge from minute one. Um, I don't think that yellow card helped us with Diego Dallo, and I think it was arguably very harsh. Um, but from then on, the tide had already turned in the game and you could see Ilkay Gundogan was getting on the ball. And I know in the chat earlier, we were thinking, oh, Rodri's out, it might cause them some issues in terms of the way they build up and the way they play. But it, it didn't cause them any issues whatsoever um, in terms of how the game went. So... Um, I expected us to try and be more compact, but I'm, I'm sure we'll get into it. The compactness didn't exist whatsoever. So, um, so given the way that you said we started, obviously the Dallo yellow card on Greedish, which I thought was harsh. Um, Nigo, um, were, were you surprised at how um, at how scared the United players seemed to be? Yeah, like I. I sat down as the yellow card was being given, like genuinely, like you know, you grab your little snacks and that. You see the kickoff, but then you walk off, grab your little snacks, come back. 
and I'm seeing the yellow card. Was I surprised? It's difficult because I think, not to blame the international break, but I think Man United are not good. So us being on any front foot, even attempting a front foot, has to come with, it's just emotion and passion right now until we actually become a good football team. So I was always a bit concerned, like, all right, cool, you lot have, like, had 10 days to realise, you know, the momentum's gone down and you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, well, I'm still McTominay, I'm still Dallow, like, I'm not really a footballer like that. So when I watched it happen, it was like, I was in the chat, I was saying, you know, this is the the golf in performance. Like, I saw Man United fans at the end talking about 6-3 is a decent scoreline or whatever because we've got three goals. Blood, that was, you know what, um, last year when people used to give excuses for Ralph Ragnick and they'll be like, he coached a 4 0. Pep coached a 10 0. Like that, the, the three was just because they got bored and started bringing on man from the academy and that. Was, yeah, man. Um, it's quite interesting because I saw today that seven of the outfield 11 were under the ages of 25. It's so open questions, but do you think that lack of experience in terms of because you you could see quite early on that um, City were on top. Do you think that lack of experience in the starting at eleven really hindered us? I I I'm gonna. I just don't think I can use that as an excuse because a lot of these guys have played in at top level football for a long time now. So McTominay, who people like to liken as some sort of youngsters now, twenty what twenty six, twenty five. Ericsson's thirty odd, um, and those two I want to talk about for for a lot of City's first two goals, but. There are there are players there that are of you know seniority and have played for top top flight football for a very long time, so I, I don't know if I want to use that as as a as an excuse for for the struggles that we had in the game. I think because a lot of that is tactical issues, um, fitness in terms of having not played football for such a long time in terms of together anyway, even though some of them were, were playing international football, um, and Rashford obviously had just come back as well. He looked he looked well off it. Whether it was injury or lack of effort, he looked horrible out there on that um, alongside Sancho, which I'm sure we'll get into. Um, good old Jaden, but yeah, yeah. And if I'm if I'm honest, it was the 25s and under slapping us up at City, but and then KDB was like, "Yeah, man, let me just you know what I'm saying, let me have a bit of fun." Haaland got three goals, two assists. Obviously, we can't really speak about him when it comes to age. He's flipping. Goodness gracious, yeah, but. Yeah, man, it was just like, and I think what one thing I always say is we can't keep doing this this young thing when manager crap, like, because that's how, that's why we've got McTominay at twenty six. That's why a certain man a bit certain man come to United and last till like thirty one, and then man are saying yeah they're not Man United level. They weren't Man United level at eighteen. Like, get these man out of here, bro. Because mm. yeah, man. Phil Foden who scored a hat trick when he was eighteen, he would have started for United. He's- <laughs> No, should, but would he have made it? Would he have have made it (laughs) with the way we bring players through? I don't even know if he would have made it. That's a different argument, but like when Phil Foden was like a fringe player at Man City when he was 18, he would have been one of United's best players. Like, that's more than good good enough. More than good enough. That's the difference in level. That so, like, when you when when you see a kid at 18, 19 and they're talented, when they're 21, 22 and they're world beaters, you're no one surprised. Like, when a kid at 18, 19 is average and at 22, 23, they're still average. <laughs> you oh, shouldn't yeah, be surprised. The thing, that, <laughs> the thing that jars me is we just don't have good footballers. Like, I'm talking some basics. Like, when you're watching this Man City build-up, it's not because these lot are like, like the Man City players are individually the best in the world. But I'm talking basic things like being able to like 
figure out passes around the corner and shit. Like what? Like the man, the, the Man City team, all eleven can contribute to that that ball going forward. We all know if we want to if we want to push the ball through the lines, there are specific players in our. Do you know how crazy that is for a team that's worth? I don't know, like a billion pounds or something. Well, like in our heads, we're like three players can get this ball through the through the team. What'd you say, sir? Our teams will be worth more than Man City's. Yeah, probably, blood. Like we've got in in our back four, only Martinez and maybe Varane can push that ball forward. Martinez, then in our... Martinez and Dallo. <laughs> Martinez and Dallo. In, in in our in our in our back four yesterday, the only ones who got the ball forward was Martinez and Dallo. Oh yeah, facts, facts. And then yeah. in our midfield. I don't know what these man. Let me even stop talking, man. Let's give sorting out my heart, man. I'm, I can't even speak properly, man. I watched the game. I watched a game this morning. The only the three players on the team that didn't treat the ball like it was a grenade was Lisandro, Dallo, and Anthony. And Anthony, whenever he, he he hardly got the ball. Whenever he did, he was surrounded by like two, three man. Like that's how that's how Man City that's how City press. Like they counter press. They get they squeeze the ball out. They make they force the ball out to wide areas. Then they jump on you with three man, and they know they got the touchline on their side. To help them with their press, like yeah, that's pet, per, that's pet heritage. Yeah, so like in the, in in the middle of, and in the middle of the park, Ericsson and Bruno, like they didn't want to get on the ball in the middle of the park. Like Ericsson was basically playing as like a left midfielder. Bruno was basically playing, I don't know what you call him. Like no one wanted to like drop into the center and like pick up the ball from Lisandro, pick up the ball from a Varane, anything like that. It was like, and you know, McTominay, that isn't his game. So like. Yeah, as soon as we got the ball, we'd got we 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 got the ball out in like wide areas, and as I said, City would just jump on us with three players, and they know you can't go anywhere because there's the touch lines behind you. There's nowhere for you to go. Like so, it was just a turnover every time. Just off what you were saying, bro. Like <clears throat> I think quite early on, City swarmed Ericsson, and rightly so, which we spoke about in in our little in our chat. They swarmed Ericsson, and from then on, he he didn't see the ball. But when he did see the ball, or when Bruno did see the ball. The first thing they looked to do was not stop the city momentum by taking control of the game for two to three, four minutes or however long it would be. It was to find that first in behind pass into Rashford. And that was our only hope for the game, which was what which is what fucked us more than anything, because City just kept coming back and coming forward and coming forward and coming forward. It was like, the per- but- like listen, Ericsson and Bruno, like as soon as they got the ball, they just wanted to get rid of it. Like, yep. Yep. like when you but when Bernardo got the ball, KDB got the ball. Fold and Cancelo, they 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 hold on to it. They look after it. They give their teammates time to get close to them so they can link and combine. When Bruno and Ericsson got the ball, no one was near them. First of all, because the space in in the midfield is so terrible, but because they were so uncomfortable getting pressed, they was just looking to get the ball up and away as quick as possible. And it was just it was just giving the ball to Akanji and Ake, and it was just giving the ball away every time. It was it was terrible. Like we didn't play any football. Um, but it's interesting that because the reason why I brought up the age thing and the reason why I brought up the scared thing is that the first goal comes from Sancho, where essentially a better touch. Well, Eman's boy that Sancho, you <laughs> basically a a better touch basically free, frees frees Bruno and United Bruno. Yeah, are yeah. able to build a very threatening attack. But it was just symptomatic of the whole game, like you said, with Ericsson and Bruno. And there was even a point where Rashford gets in the centre of a pitch and he tries to flick it inside straight away to Malasia and it ends up with Malasia getting a yellow card. So, those, two, those two examples you just mentioned, you're like, the Sancho one was just a bad decision, right? Which yeah. is, 
terrible from Sancho because that's supposed to be like his oh, like wow. X factor. He makes good decisions. It was a bad decision. The Rashford one was bad execution, like poor technical play. And those are the two things that killed us yesterday. And those are the two things that Man City did <clears throat> in the first half perfectly. Amazing execution when it comes to technical actions. First touch, first time passing, carrying the ball up the field and decision making, you know, slowing the game down, waiting for the overload, playing the perfect pass at the right time, right cut back into the perfect areas. Like the the difference in quality, like technically, tactically, it just seemed like it seemed like you know, like when you when you got like a league cup game and you're like it's like a Premier League team versus like older shot or something like that, like. It was like one of those, it seemed like a one of yeah, those. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean, bro. I know what you mean, man. Just, I don't know if you want to go into it straight away, but like, whilst we're on the first goal, what 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 tended to happen throughout the game was uh, Bernardo and KDB would like stretch out wide, basically as like wingers, if you like. It's created so much central space because Ericsson would follow KDB, which is weird because this total mismatch. And uh, Bernardo would end up following... Uh, uh, McTominay would end up following... Bernardo out wide and then for the first goal Foden was able to link up with Grealish the two wingers in the central area which then created an overload for City to get Foden's first goal and that kept happening throughout the first half especially I think second half we were ever so slightly better but the first half it was a big problem in terms of our midfielders just left a massive gap and Bruno was no help either in terms of any sort of defensive action um, so we were just overloaded each and every time I felt, like, when... I felt like our fullbacks always had a 2v1 situation against them. Like, literally, Grealish is standing up, Dallo, then Cancelo yeah, running yeah. behind him. And this is an easy pass, but it's an easy overload pass. And Simple football. Across. Simple. Like, the, the City's, like, tactics aren't that complicated. Like, literally, create mismatches, create overloads in wide areas, cut back, cut back, rinse and repeat. Like, you know what I mean? And... Anthony wasn't tra- tracking tracking the fullback. Sancho no. wasn't tracking his fullback. Um, guys were guys were letting their midfield runners make them overloading runs as well. Like it was just it was just bad from from top to bottom, on the ball, off the ball. Anthony has this. Um, I don't know if man's trying to be mysterious like this is Twitter on Tinder and that yeah, but he just <laughs> he stands on the bar line yeah, he stands on the bar line for attacks. And I remember thinking like okay. It's kind of annoying because, like, it looks like you need to go narrow in this point or whatever, but you're just standing on, on the bar line. But I get it because you want to make the pitch as wide as possible, yeah? But the confusing thing I started to have was in defending, he's staying by the bar line around about just in front of the halfway line as if to say, yeah, man, my fullback will sort this. And I don't know if that's what was happening in Ajax or whatever, but Hog, you was telling man that this man knows your tactics. And I think when you have a player that's been around you for years doing those things... I hope this isn't what you're what you're training them to do. Because as you're saying, literally City's hope, whatever, the way that the way they do things is they overload you on one side, even when they're pressing or when they're attacking, and then flip switch the ball. So essentially they've they've got you um they've they've got you committed into this side, or whatever. But the only way to stop that is to either match up their numbers or at least have someone supporting you. And Dallo on a yellow card, but at the very least, look, even if that's not the tactics. The moment he's got that yellow card in the first minute, you have to say, listen, I can't let my fullback go off like this. Do you know what I'm saying? Because Dallo was trying to do standard tackles the whole game because of that dumbness he did in the first minute. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, but yeah, the first goal is weird because if you watch it again, McTominay ends up in the in the right back position. Yep, yep. And then, but it, it's a thing where whenever United faced Man City, especially under Mourinho, there was a thing that Pep always used to do where he used to play out the first five ten minutes, and then he would see what Mourinho would do, and then he would switch. Um, to something completely different, just to basically trick Mourinho saying, I'm not going to play that way. And I feel like Ten Hag came into that game saying, Bruno, you man-mark. Basically, we're going to man-mark in midfield. And then the City players just said, we're going to do this to make it as hard as possible. And it just killed us the whole first half. Absolutely finished us. Ericsson, McTominay, Bruno, all over the place in the middle of the park. Um, The second goal comes from a corner. Um... Do do you think who who do you think is to blame for that goal? Because I've seen some people blaming McTominay because he gets outjumped by Haaland. But I can't um, really blame McTominay for that. Um, Haaland had a had a running start and McTominay didn't. Um, I guess his matchup was Ericsson, but that's also a mismatch as well. So whoever's idea it was to put Ericsson on Haaland, I guess that's who I was think, I think that's because Varane was off the pitch. So that makes sense. Yeah, that one Varane was off the pitch. So, but then again. One. If was... sorry, go on. yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna say if the runs off the pitch, you don't put Ericsson on him because that's because we saw that with Ivan Tony at Brentford as well. So it's not just uh, it's not just that, it's just very weird that Ericsson keeps go- going up against these men. Maybe he's supposed to act as a blocker, but he's clearly not good at it. But continue, yeah, that, yeah, that one's difficult, like it's not difficult, but you got. Varane, who's essentially, I assume, is meant to be like the head of the back four, right? And then you have Bruno, who's too emotional, but he's apparently captain. And I think what I expect from a captain personally is like that second management um, figure. So that's the sensible person. Like That's the person that will, if if you're captain of the team, I think you'd look at Varane going off and say, listen, we're facing a corner. This isn't like a minor decision. This is massive. We're facing a corner. Varane's off. What are we doing about who was going to pick up whoever his man was? And I think Bruno not being able to delegate that properly, you, you can then ask who was he meant to delegate it to. But who would take that? Probably McTominay probably um, should take that. Um, if you're looking at height and strength, right? We don't really have many people. But yeah, to put Ericsson on is insane. I think Ten Hag even said afterwards, they asked him, was that the plan? And he said, no. No. <laughs> Right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say fair enough, but we saw him do it, him marking uh, Ivan Tony as well. So, there's 
there's some problem there for me. Um, the third goal. Um, the third goal is probably the most interesting goal because I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of people try to attribute blame to the defenders and even De Gea. Um, do you think it's their fault? Yeah. Do you think the problem Thanks. came further up the pitch? I'm sorry, this is insane. How many got because? Bro, they all look the same in my head, but go on, sorry. I'm trying to download which one this is in my head. This is insane. So, so, so the KDB cross and the one that Harlan stretched for at, at the back post. I, I, oh, don't, yeah. I don't think that has anything to do with David De Gea whatsoever. So much happened no way. before that. Um, I'm trying to retrace it in my head. Was no, Malassia was the fourth, right? When he had Foden, yeah. So the third was Harlan's. Yeah. You know what? KDB is, that is KDB prime. If anything, we should be trying to stop the source. We shouldn't be KDB shouldn't have that much time on the ball, but I think Sancho was the one tracking him. I believe, yeah, it was Sancho. Can Varane stop that? I I think the problem with it is that Varane was injured, and also I feel like Varane thought he was going to score own goal, so I don't think like I, oh, yeah, I feel like he his own goal. Yeah, so so I feel like it, I feel like if he wasn't injured, I think he would try. I would he he would try to stretch for it. But that goal was just symptomatic of the the Tom and Ericsson issue again, where. They were dragged so so wide, and at times so high. So it either dragged very high in terms of when City were trying to build up and we were trying to chase the game, or when City had us penned in, they were still very uh, still very wide in terms of basically right backs and left backs in a sense. And that again that just creates so much space for someone like KDB to drive and to cross the ball like he did, and also for like the fourth goal as well. So, but KDB is in that area is the best player in the world. So. And and you also saw some Arsenal fans trying to blame Martinez with their weird uh, the high thing, is it a high conversation again. Yeah, he, he, even though the ball flew past his head, not over it. But... They are starving. <laughs> <laughs> they are starving. The thing is, yeah, I think it's they're, the working weirdest... what, they're working with whatever they can get. <laughs> I think it's the weirdest thing ever because I don't even think United fans were even bragging about getting Martinez over Arsenal. You were just like, okay, we got him. But they are so intent to make this guy a failure. It makes me laugh, but whatever. And then the fourth goal was... It's weird because the fourth goal reminded me of the fourth goal that Brentford scored, where it was just like a crazy counter-attack into space again. You're chasing the game, we're high up. Yep. And then Haaland to um, Foden at the back post. And 4-0 again at halftime for the second time this season. Um as I, as in that aforementioned Brentford game, at half time, what were you all thinking? Because I just went straight to grab a Magnum. I can't lie. <laughs> hey, man, I, ca- I, I can't lie. I, I, I was at Prince of Peckham here, yeah. and I just I just looked up at the wall just to see what the cocktail of the day was straight away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta tell them cocktail of the day, but take the juice out. No juice, <laughs> just no juice. <laughs> That's ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nah, um, yeah, man. At half time, you know, I, I was thinking about TV and and you know, what I'm saying what's the best show at and that. It was a difficult time in my life. I can't even lie to you, bro. That um, the four nil. Do you know the worst part about it was? Yeah, in my head, I was like, you know, at least I go away thinking this Harlem brother is just a goal scorer, bro. That one pass from the left wing basically took out I think four of our players. I think it took out Malassia, Martinez. I can't remember who else was next to them, whatever. It 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 killed us with that. With that, it was a it was a perfect pass. I think we could have defended it better, 
but it was a borderline perfect pass and fold, folding great goal. And at half time, I'm thinking every fashion's gonna they look the same, right? Like essentially it's four now. What's gonna happen is they're gonna come out second half, just like Germany, Brazil seven one, or or every time we lost to Liverpool four or five nil, or any other team, whatever you get you, essentially City are gonna be like, We've won this game. Let's have fun. And I think the jarring thing is watching Man United fans on the socials talking about, yeah, man, that second half is who we should be. Bro, City weren't there, bro. Their man were their man were on the beach by by second half, bro. They didn't even know that game was happening. So it's embarrassing. I can't even lie, bro. It's, it's embarrassing still. Um so Shaw comes on for for, for Valencia. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that was um to do with um I, I don't think that was anything to do with performance. I feel like Ten Hag fought two fullbacks on the yellow cards. He has one fullback on the bench. He he, he just has to change one because City were running down our side. So if, if one of them got another yellow, then that's us done. So I feel like that was that. Um, I the, the, so so yeah, we made a four-one with Anthony. Um, he's so frustrating as a footballer. That guy, you know, he's he's a. I find him really annoying. I didn't even like the fact that he scored, even though it was a good goal. I, I, really, <laughs> I struggled, to, yeah, to be happy about that. Martial's goals, I was kind of a bit delighted. Like my boy's back, kind of. Anthony guy just doesn't do enough for me, and it's a similar, in similar vein to to Sancho. Um, although he scored two, uh, Sancho scored three, so uh, even goals, he just doesn't do enough for me as a winger on what I want from a, wing, a winger. Um, but Ten Hag has placed a lot of faith in him and it, it, it was a good strike. If there's one thing he can seem to do is strike the ball fairly well um, with his yeah. left foot and not his right, as we saw. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, well, you're right because he averages a lot of shots a game. Like in the end of his, he averages like four shots a game. So he does like to shoot. So that is something that is good. It will bring, it will bring a bit of diversity to our... UEFA Champions League football is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every game from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more in football's biggest club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time and extra time and stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount Plus. That's that front line, yeah. But um, good goal. Um, then City grab a number two with Haaland and Foden again. Um, that last goal was really weird. That was so odd because it was like, uh, who was out of position? Lindelof was out of position because I think we were being transitioned again. Yeah. Um, and Martinez had. He he was on he was goal side of, of Foden, but seemed to step forward, anticipating that Lindelof would then take Foden. And Haaland slipped him in and obviously Foden's Foden's generally quite good in those situations, he's gonna score. But yeah, that was the one thing I saw Martinez do that was ever so slightly weird. They didn't change there was no changing of the guard in terms of, oh yeah, this is my man now. It's kind of, oh, well, it's you and he's saying it's you, and then Foden was in. So but yeah. I I I mean, to be fair, if Shaw is just less fat than Foden doesn't. Well, I think this is. I think this is. This is the testament to the leadership thing, right? Like it's all cute in that when you man are giving high fives and that, but you man have not delegated or like 
you know, it's like you see when you're when you're at a workplace or or you're you're earning peace for something or whatever, and everyone's like, yeah, man, we're all equal, all getting money or whatever. But someone needs to be the person that you know. I this if this brother delegates his task, we will run this. We the moment Varan stepped away from anything, we looked clueless, but like we looked absolutely clueless. And as I said, Bruno is not a leader, he's not a captain, he leads on emotion. So what he does is you've made a mistake, I'm upset, I'm just gonna shout at you. Like, you know, them man at football, their their thing is just like if we if someone scores a goal, their thing is just to find anyone and be like, Yeah, you should have ran back. So like, you need someone with a stable head that's able to say, Listen. This your man, this your man, this your man, this your man. I know things have moved around, just go with it. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't have that. Like, who's, you know what I'm saying? They don't, anyways, man. Here's you, man's club. <laughs> um, and then, as Gaz mentioned, Marshall came on along with Shaw, Marshall, Lindelof came on, and who was the other two that came on? Uh, Casemiro? Fred and Casemiro. Um, yeah, Marshall scored from scored a bit a bit of a poacher's goal, following up on the on the keeper saving it, and then he won a penalty and scored it. That's a, which was a which was an amazing penalty. Um, yeah, very good, very good. quality penalty, quality. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I mean it. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, you don't even have a question. That's yeah, crazy. It's, yeah, it's, it's actually just a blur in my head, like. Yeah, which one? Really which what came first? I think it was uh, Marshall's header first. Yeah, yeah, the Marshall's header. Fred did well, you know. He was, um, but I think it was at that stage, like, there's nothing to lose, but just do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Go have fun, Oliver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I feel like there's definitely one player that we need to speak about, um, and it's Jason Sancho. And the reason why, um, I feel like he'd goes under the radar a lot because while he won't do anything badly wrong, he won't do anything right and he will go through games. Yesterday was the coasting. worst coasting. I've seen him play. Coasting, literally coasting. Um, yeah, yesterday he was actively bad. Actively bad. And yeah. when you're doing that and the problem is that when you aren't doing the other things well, like the things that we keep on speaking about, about the intensity and the lack of pace, as long as you do your the things that you're supposed to be good at, right? There will be a, a bit of leeway. He 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 he's not even even doing that. He's not even. It's even gone to a point now where I think his retention and his ball progression was was grossly overstated. But he's playing like an absolute shadow of not just himself, just a shadow of a Premier League fo- footballer. And mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like it needs to get spoken about now because. It's someone we called for two years, 72 million. Um, what needs to happen now? I think as United fans, he's been given too much of a shield. Uh, even arguably someone like myself, who who was a big fan of his game prior to him coming to United. Um, and obviously, I've, some of us would have thought that an, an adaptability time would have been needed. And he was given that grace. We gave it to him last season. When we were critique, critiquing Rashford for, for trying but failing, we were saying Sancho is his first year. He's just coming to a, a terrible setup where, you know, we've changed managers, but they don't believe in the caretaker, blah, 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 blah. He's here in his second year now, and there's, now there's no real excuses. Um, other than the fact he's good in and around the penalty area, and he's proven that with his three goals against Liverpool, Arsenal, and in the Europa League, 
he hasn't done anything of 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 note. Nothing doesn't take on his man. Uh, there's been times he's been terribly sloppy with his touch and his passing, which is something you'd expect him to be. You know, the facet of his game that's strongest is you know his ability, his technical flaw. You expect it to be quite high based upon what we've seen, and that hasn't been the case. Uh, he's just got to be dropped. The front three should or will be Anthony Mar- Anthony as in the wing, left right winger, uh, Martial up front, and I'm going to assume you Mark. Could just say Anthony Santos, bro. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, good point. Anthony Santos, Martial, and um... no, he hasn't earned the Santos yet, man. Just Anthony, <laughs> man. just and on the right. Man, he man. hasn't earned his own name. Yeah, we have, we have, right, man. We have to give him a British right. name, but that man, that man, that man came up in Nottingham Forest Academy with. Yeah, man, Aiden on the right. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, and then Rashford on on the left. Rashford can't. Rashford showed why we can't rely on him as a nine. Um, and arguably you can't rely on Martial for different reasons. But when Martial's there, uh, we've discussed before technical flaws. So is is high in terms of touch, link up play, um, his ability to run in behind at times. I know it's not as good as as Rashford's, but he can do it. Um, he spoke about losing sort of his burst because of the injuries and stuff. Hopefully he's over that, um, and he can now sort of get back into playing week in week out. Because um, Rashford can't play up front as you saw yesterday. Um, there are certain games it will work. It worked against Liverpool and it worked against Arsenal. But yesterday showed why you can't rely upon Rashford as 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 your nine. So Sancho needs to be dropped. To answer your if question, keep, if I'm keeping it a buck, and I know no one no one's gonna like this opinion, I think uh, in yesterday's game, Elanga would be more impactful than Sancho, and that doesn't mean Elanga's a better footballer than Sancho. No, yeah, yeah. but what? It's essentially any form of pressure on them on them fullbacks or even just moving the ball forward. Like even if we're getting throw-ins further up the pitch, it would have meant more than what was happening. Sancho had the ball on the turn, I think when we conceded the first goal. So essentially, we, we should be on the attack in the first goal. We end up conceded. I'm watching the game. This isn't making rational sense in my head or my heart. Like it's not making any sense. Then then you're thinking, okay, cool, we build from then. I'm seeing balloon touches everywhere. I'm not sure. I think the frustrating thing with Sancho is right when when he's not got space to do the little nutmegs and whatever, whatever, because everyone's seen his YouTube highlights. Um, he's not. He's not. He's right now. Anyway, I want to be careful while I speak because he's still a kid, right? He's not that guy right now. Do you know what I'm saying? And on top of that, I don't know what it is, but he's he's sort of turned into a coward as well. So you're not you're not taking on your man, but you're meant to be. Our winger or whatever position you are, um, you're losing the ball in passes now. You're not necessarily a goal scorer, so I'm getting a bit confused as to what. And you're not intense in pressing, so I'm I'm a bit confused because, at the very least, with Alanga, like Alanga's a tryhard. Like you can tell, Alanga made it through. Just hey man, even if I'm not better than everyone, I'm a try harder than them. You know what I'm saying Alanga made it through that, and it has an Im- it can have an impact, right? Again, let me be clear: I'm not saying that Alanga is better than Sancho, but at the very least, what's going to happen is okay, cool. They get the ball in the corner. Alanga is going to push. He's going to go um support Malasia, etc., etc., etc. So, if I, I'm struggling, especially after a transfer window or two, I'm struggling to see. He he's got I don't know spend a mil on Emerson Royale's fitness guy and a mil on Pogba's. Donny Car, it's looking a bit spooky right now. I can't even lie to you. Still, um, Reams, you have the floor because I know you've all wanted to speak about this for a long time now. 
Who are you speaking about? Sancho? Yeah. Um, well, here's my thing here. Yeah. My issue with Sancho, yeah, is not even, you know, people talk about his pace, this and that. None of my issue with Sancho is none of those things because there's plenty. Phil Jack Grealish and Phil Foden isn't like the most rapid wing pairing we've ever seen. They're, you know what I mean? They're both midfielders essentially playing on the wing. Yeah. My issue with Sancho is the things that he was supposed to be good at, the things that like were advertised as his strength. He's that's, been that's he's, been, <laughs> he's been very bad at all those things. Technical security, ball retention, um, things like that. Like his his te- his te- his, te- his his touch is inconsistent. He can't retain the ball to save his life. He ca- he can't use his body to protect the ball. His close control isn't that great. He's he, literally like he gets the ball and just turns it over. Like he only could retain the ball if he's going backwards. Like you know what I mean? Like the the things that he has been good at. Is his like is his end product in the final third? So like if you could get in the get in the ball in the final third, his end product more more often than not is, is is pretty decent. But all the things you'd want from a playmaker in build up play, because that's what Sancho is. He's not a forward; he's a playmaker. All the things you want from a playmaker in build up play, he doesn't offer any of that, and it's just hard to justify him being on the pitch if he if he if he isn't doing what he was bought to do, because he because like. I don't think he's ever going to score. He's not going to score 15. He's not going to score Mane goals. He's not going to score Son goals. He's got to be creative. You know what I mean? He's got to be a link player. He's got to hold the... He's got to make the ball stick in midfield. He's got to bring his teammates into play. Like, he doesn't do any of that. And yesterday, his decision-making was bad. So, if we can't rely on him to have solid decision-making, then it's, it's, <laughs> it's a waste of having a player on the pitch. Like, obviously, I, I'm, I'm not very high on Alanga as a player, but... My thing is, we know Elanga's strengths are, right? And he plays to his strengths. Like, if a player's playing to his strengths, like, you can't really ask for much more. Like, Sancho's not playing to the strengths we thought he was going to have. We thought he was going to be a guy that ra- um, raises the technical floor of the team. And he's not done that. He's not helped creating chances. He doesn't, he's not created very many chances. You know what I mean? So, I just want to know, like, what do you guys, what is he offering right now? Because for me, I, I don't I don't see much. Nothing. He's offering the and the, you know what the thing is that people are saying like people are talking about the lack of pace and stuff like that. That's not my pro- the problem is that he's playing shit. He is playing really, really shit. He's he's yep. playing in a way that disgraces himself. And I'm not gonna defend that. I, and I, I'm not I'm not gonna suggest solutions about moving him inside or Playing a different formation or what that like, like he just needs to. He stop can't play inside. He can't, we, people need to nip that in the bud right now. He can't play inside because he can't tackle. He plays with no intensity. He's bad. At, he, he's never won a physical duel. I'm not. He's, he's been here for over a year now. He's played that like fifty games. I've never seen him win a physical duel. A fifty-fifty. Have you guys ever seen him win a fifty-fifty? Nope. I'm talking no. right now. Has, has, a ball, has there ever been a ball nope. in the middle and it's been a competition between Sancho and another player? Sancho's ever come up with the ball. No, not once. You cannot play in midfield. They need to allow that. I think whatever whatever it is Sancho brings right now, right now, (laughs) and again, this is another player that I'm not really too fond of. I think VDB brings more than Sancho in any position Sancho is playing right now. Simply because of the fact... 
he can play passes and control the ball and look forward. So that's it. Like that's it. At the very least, know your strengths. Like, don't waste my time shimmying, knowing you're about to pass back. Like, at least know who you are, Sanch. Like, I right, cool. You was that guy a couple of years ago. That's fair. Do you know what I'm saying? But this time, it's not gonna happen, bro. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be scared. You're gonna step back and you're gonna pass the ball back. Just do it straight away. Don't waste our time. You know what I'm saying? Don't pretend you're about to dribble. We know it's not gonna happen. You got one and a half of those a game. That's it. You know what I'm saying. Boy, um, the midfield. Going on to the place that people want Sancho to play, the midfield, um, it was fucking shit. Um, guys, I mean, what else can be said about that? Yeah, it was, it was shit in, in both regards in terms of our, our technical security when we had the ball, which, which we spoke about earlier in terms of the big rush to just get the ball forward, whether it was cowardice because they were being pressed or because they thought the first thing you had to do is get the ball forward to Rashford and Sancho and Anthony when... There was times where we just needed to stop the city momentum for five minutes and stop them having the ball. They're they're the, they're the worst team to face when they have the ball. So why don't we keep the ball for two to three minutes? Again, maybe the technical technical flaw isn't there in terms of Bruno, especially. Um, he's such a frustrating footballer, man, and and it's it's annoying because he'll have a he will have a moment like in the Arsenal game for the pass for Rashford, I believe or a moment in the Liverpool game, and it, it will justify to people why he should be playing. And really and truly, yesterday kind of showed the big hindrance he is and can be to, to, to the United team. And long term, hopefully, he isn't in the plans. Uh, so, uh, as for Ericsson, that was one of his weaker games, I think. But I think City targeted him and said, yeah, he if, if United, if we let him play, United have half a chance here. Um, and Mokhtom is Mokhtom. He just went back to what well, the status quo. Sorry, I'm sorry. Quick cut off. Sorry, sorry. Because I, I was looking at the stats because of, of what Reem said about um about uh, one on ones. Obviously, I can't find a one on one stats, but I can find tackles per game. And last season, on average, Elanga had more than double of Sancho's tackles per game. Sancho had on zero point four successful tackles. Wait, let me just mute this, man. <laughs> What is it? Football? What football? Yeah, what what else would it be? No, I thought he was watching the uh, Forest game. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I mean, even just take out South Africa, just all jewels. I, I know Sassandra will be pretty low. And to be honest, yeah, basically, he just needs to start being a serious footballer. Like, like I said before, I will, I will go to where he lives and just drink every single magnum that there is there just to make sure he, he doesn't get one <laughs> at the end of the day it, nah man it's just and disappointing he, and then the, the midfield as well it's peak. It's huh? peak. he's not a guy to the World Cup so boy oh, yeah. it's peak what he's going to be doing in that period Dubai drinking strawberry daiquiris hey, yeah. like, brother brother <laughs> like I said you know, yeah, Ten Hag needs to do a warm weather training in Dubai <laughs> And he, and he has to he has to sleep in the room next to Sancho, bro. I I don't care. That guy cannot be let off the leash. He can't be let off the leash. Do you remember how Fergie? Used to, I think he was next door neighbours with Nani. Yeah, we need yeah. That. <laughs> we need that still. Um, but yeah, I mean, considering the midfield, going back to midfield, um, do you think um he's gonna change change it up now? Do you think um we're we're gonna see a different eleven, not just midfield, but in, in terms of the whole team now? Here's my thing with the midfield, yeah. This midfield, 
needs to be one thing or the other. It's, it has to be, either be a technically sound midfield or an, a, an intense pressing midfield. And right now, it's neither. Like, Man City's midfield is like a really technical midfield, right? And Liverpool's midfield, like Liverpool's midfield in its prime, like Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum, they were a great pressing midfield, right? Win the ball back. Jules, right? And both those midfield helped help those teams function to, to their style of play. Right now, our midfield doesn't have identity. It's not technical. The technical floor of the midfield is terrible. And it's not intense. It's not physical. It's not going to dominate any midfield battles. So we got to look at all the midfielders we have, assess everyone's strengths and realise what type of midfield we could build. So you look at Fred, you look at Casemiro. They're the starting midfield for Brazil, the favourites in the World Cup. Why do they play in that Brazil midfield? Because they're going to press hard, they're going to press aggressively, they're going to win the ball back, they're going to give the ball to your attacking players, your Neymars, your Vinicius, your Rafinhas. That's why they're in the midfield. Brazil got more creative midfield players than, than them two. But they start for a reason. And, they, they, and, and it gives like, they might play Lucas Paqueta because you've got Fred and Casemiro behind you. You have a bit more freedom. You have a bit more um, license to roam around. So we have those two players. Play them together. They already have a relationship. They play at international level. International level is a little less intense, but they have a relationship. You know what I mean? Like they have, they ha- you have an identity with them two in midfield. Um, and Casemiro and Fred, in my opinion, are better technicians than McTominay and Bruno as well. That's just my opinion. Obviously, Casemiro, I think Casemiro is a better technician than, than McTominay. I think anyone who disagrees with that is just weird. But Fred, when he's not playing number 10, I, I trust him in big games on the ball more than I trust Bruno. He's had more of them games. I remember a game, I think, during the bubble season against Liverpool where he was incredible. He's had incredible games against Man City. I think against Atletico last year in the Champions League, he was really good. All those games where our other midfielders was just playing kamikaze ball, you know what I mean? So, I think... Obviously, Ten Hag is a guy that plays players on merit, so it was unf- it would be unfair to drop McTominay when he's played well in the um, in our win streak. So I, I get that, like, but it was a I think he was just he was waiting for opportunity for McTominay to play his way out of the team, and I think maybe after one game against the best team in the league, that's harsh. But we gotta be serious now, man. We see, we we got showed shown levels, and when you get shown levels that badly, you can't. Ignore it, you know what I mean? So yeah, like we just we just gotta look at our midfielders, what they all offer, and what makes sense in terms of building a balanced midfield. So it's gotta be Fred, Casemiro, and it's gonna be Bruno because Bruno's undroppable, but it should be Ericsson. That 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 is the, the only midfield that we have right now that makes sense because he isn't gonna play, like Zidane, he ain't gonna get played while we're still trying to figure out who we are as a team. Van der Beek, I think he's gone in January. I, I, I doubt we'll see much of Van der Beek. So yeah, man, that's is that's, he that's injured that's... or just genuinely not even making the squad. He's I think injured. he was injured, but I think I think yeah. now he's just he's just out of the squad. Do you know the only saving grace I have that Bruno might get dropped here is it this inquisition thing that Ten Hag does. Obviously, I understand like after every loss, every team does a review. But this thing about okay, look, I want everyone to chip in, I think it's perfect because what then happens is you remove this hierarchy of, okay, 
um, as a manager, who can I and who can I not critique? Which is why I honestly believe Oli had. I think if Oli had a loss, I can't. I don't think he can look in Ronaldo's eyes and then man, I say, listen, you man underperformed. Because then man will just, I don't know, like, like, yo bro, go sit down, man. Just you know what I'm saying we're good. But I think with this, at the very least, two things are true. Firstly, if we analyze everyone's games individually, and secondly, bro, like all of these men are to blame. And if Ten Hag's doing this playing by merit thing. Bruno was horrendous. At the very least, we can say Fred had an all right cameo, right? I'm not saying cameos are, are ever a sign of anything, but Fred had an all right cameo. Um, Casemiro had an all right cameo, but he, I think he needs to he needs to start more. So I think at the very least, those two, if we are playing by merit, those two at least at least have an argument for starting. And if they do start, I think those are the two spots they're taking. McTominay and Bruno, which is very unlikely that he drops Bruno, but Man, that's that more hope than anything, brother. That was definitely more hope than anything. Bruno, I know, I know, but I, I thought if I worded it correctly, it might make me feel better. Do you get it? Manifest, I know, I know. We're trying to manifest. I hear it. I hear it. But um, yeah, man, manifest. Is there is there anything else to talk about that game? Man? I don't even know. Yeah, man, I can't even lie. You know the funniest thing is we didn't even analyze like four of the goals. But anyways, let's move on. Yeah, no, because I, I, I swear, I swear, like you said, all the goals were, were basically the same. And I just, all I saw was the ball just being crossed the box, and then it was hard, it was hard and third and just crashing it in, man. No, nah, two man. Two hat tricks against us in one game is insane. Two hat tricks that is insane. In fact, just before we get off, um. Like you said, uh, Marshall came on, scored two. But um, after the game, the debate seemed to be around Ronaldo. And um, Ten Hag said that um, the reason why he, he didn't come on... Pardon? He's starting the next game. What, uh, again? Probably in the Europa League. But No, he's starting the next Premier League game. I don't want him to, but he will. I don't think so, you know. How can I he justify... Yeah, I don't think Van Hag is having Ronaldo at all. He's not having nah. him, not even a little bit. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> because, um, I, yeah, because Ten Hag said after the game, um, the reason why I didn't come on was because to respect him because he didn't want to bring a player on of his stature. When I mean, the best impression of masking over any... not saying Ronaldo's causing any issues, but just trying to mask any type of media creation of a story. Um... I think Ronaldo is he's gone in January. I can definitely say that if it's not, it's, it's the summer. So, because yeah. I I was going to ask, do you think that's true, or do you think he was he's just like I don't want do what Ten Hag really meant, Elijah is I don't want to tell you the real reason why I'm not bringing Ronaldo on the pitch out of respect for his big career. That's what he meant, mm. and the real reason is because he's fucking mm. dog shit. <laughs> that's why he's not bringing him on. But he's not going to tell us that because he has respect for his big career when Ronaldo. Who is one of the greatest players of all time? Was actually great, but he's not anymore. I used to pray for times like this to ram mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> don't let uh, don't let Roy Keane or Rio hear you say that, Reeves, bro. Oh mate, <sighs> <sighs> like God. To you be fair, I was right him, but he to allow it. But... <laughs> no, no. To, to be fair, I was actually gonna bring that debate here, but then I realized we're all s- sensible men. Who don't have a you know ties to 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 Ronaldo and get that nigga out of here, man. Oh shoot, can I say that on the pod? Sorry, get oh, that young 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 person out of here. We've said we've said much worse on here. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure there's anything else to say about that game. Um, 
so we got Europa League again against a team from Cyprus. I will call them Ammonia because I can't pronounce their name. Um, do you think there's going to be a massive changes for that game? Yeah, I'd assume so. Um, I'd like to see Pelestri. We discussed that in the chat earlier. I want to see what he's about and what he's got to offer. I've, I've noticed been he's played for Uruguay a few times. I want to see him get some minutes. Was it down on the bench against City? I don't think so. Damn. Damn. I don't think he's been on the bench all season in the Prem. Damn. Yeah. I want to see a bit of Zidane, but we'll probably see... I, I like to see, I like, I like to see um, like Casemiro, Fred Zidane, Palestri, Martial, Anthony. That'll be interesting to see how that looks. Mm. The thing is... Alango will probably play. Alango will probably come in. The thing is, I want Sancho to play to make sure he doesn't play on the weekend. Because I feel like if he's changed, if he's changed the squad a lot, if Sancho starts, then there's that's confirmation that he isn't starting on. He's starting on, yeah, yeah. Because he 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 needs to get out of the team. Yeah, he needs to be woken up. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Everton on the Sunday away, so so that that'll be three away games in a row. Um, what do you think about that game? <laughs> I'm not confident. I'm not. Everton have been good in recent weeks, and they've got a. They've finally got a settled team, settled back four, settled midfield. I swear they beat us even when they was fighting relegation. I swear we we kept them in the league. No, we did. Basically, yeah, basically us and Chelsea kept them in in the league. Anthony Gordon got one of his three and a half goals against us. Yeah, it was probably the, it was one of them deflected goals, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was... yeah, yeah. That might have been a half. <laughs> Um, but we're facing them at 7 p.m. on a Sunday, which is a fucking weird time. Excuse me, what? <laughs> Wait, say yeah. that again. 7 p.m. on a Monday, it's a Sunday, which is weird. So, yeah, they're just trying to put these games in. All oh, right, bear Anthony's on the pitch, boy. Yeah, Alango, Gordon, Marshall, um, Sancho. Aiden. What's it, Aiden? <laughs> Aiden, do you guys think Martial should be playing against um against Everton? Say that again. Would you guys like to see Martial back in against Everton? I or... think every I think if we want any yeah. hopes of being a serious team, Martial has to play every game. No, um, my question more so was leaning towards: Would you want to see him on Thursday and Sunday, or more? Of I don't that? want to see him on Thursday. I don't care if we got the Europa League. But... I think Ten Hag likes to give players minutes, though. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. Ronaldo will start on Thursday or someone, man. I don't care about that competition, man. I, I think he'll try I and build. I, I, I care very much about the competition. I care I about it, bro. You go to the semi-finals and... That's and our best chance of getting into the Champions League this season, I promise. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably, mm-hmm. but, but that means we've got no chance. You know what I'm saying? It was nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um. All right, let's get on to the... the there's so many listeners' questions, ridiculous, but... um. Yeah, let me start from the bottom. That Adeneji guy, thank you. Um, he said, "What combo do you think we need going forward in our front line?" Oh. Rashford, Martial, Aiden Simpson. Pace and power. <laughs> Any did you disagree bits there? No, nah, bro. I don't care, bro. Put real fellow up front. <laughs> Nigo, you sound hey, listen, hey, hey, right now. 
Aiden Simpson is 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 central. Yeah, I Aiden Simpson is insane, <laughs> bro. That's some light skinned brother from up the road, and that. <laughs> That brother that's that always a, said he's gonna ADHD make it, man. Aiden, man. Oh, I'm crying. I said ADHD, Aiden. You know how The man, the man yeah. in isolation every other week, man. <laughs> Talking about yeah, man. I was smart in school. GCSEs doesn't mean make you smart. <laughs> ah, you lot are sick. <laughs> you know, oh, horrible man. people, man. Rough, man, man. Yeah, man. They said um, I was. They said I was gonna um, do my GCSEs early, but you know what I'm saying, man. I got caught up in the wrong <laughs> Nah, you lot are bad people, man. Um, Yonko Abs said, is the truth exposed that Casemiro wasn't an ETH signing and how do you think this signing will go? I think it was, I think that was really common sense though, or common knowledge. I think that was set, that was reported that he was presented to United as an option and Ten Hag said yes, but Ten Hag didn't necessarily say, this is the guy that I want you to bring for me, whereas he did that with... Frankie De Jong, for example, so yeah, um, that doesn't. That's not. Yeah, that's not even a disrespectful thing. I think we all accepted that, but it's it shows in the fact that he's the only one out of the signers that hasn't started. Yeah, and I also think the lack of preseason as well. I think because I think even with Ronaldo, if he came came to preseason and he was playing at preseason, he would have played played a lot more games. So maybe there's something in that as well. Um. Other question. This one's from Ken P4CH1. Um, he asked, should Ericsson's defensive lapses be overlooked? We've seen it against Arsenal and City and pretty much every game we've got trashed in this season. When when he says overlooked, what does he mean by that? Um like, term- what should what what like what are we what should we do about that? In terms of I I, I believe I believe he thinks that he's getting away with these defensive lapses. No, we see it. We see it. We see um, it. What did did we expect Ericsson to be a good defender? Never. No. Was that ever like an expectation? We didn't oh. even expect him to be. We didn't even expect him to be this influential on the ball as he is. I never. Anyway, I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be playing 30, 40 minutes a game. I can't lie. I never. I never thought he would be like our most influential midfielder, like how he's been this season. So, but well, you not got to understand when you've seen three I'm seasons. What whatever, I can get. <laughs> when you've seen three seasons of Bruno and McTominay, man, it is what it is, man. Yeah, I'm saying I wish I could get on the ball and pump it between the lines. Yeah, sure. man, <laughs> it's what it is. Don't even come back and defend, man. In fact, center forward Ericsson, man. Don't worry about it. Man. <laughs> and and then... Casemiro and Fred next to him, that won't be such a big such a big issue. I promise you that. Yeah, no, yep. facts, um, and then another question from Ken was um initial impressions on Malaysia. We've had enough to see now, and he wants to know if uh, mm. hard work is enough for how much he lacks going forward. Listen, Malaysia is really good, but does he mm. like going forward? That's mm. what people seem to think, but I feel like he's being harshly treated because I've I saw him at final and he was very good going going forward. I don't all think all was him against Saka and him against. Uh, Oh, was it Foden on the right? Yep. Yeah, it's been a bit. What well, did Foden? Oh, so young. Did Foden, other than the, the the yellow card, which was Rashford's fault, I don't think. I mean, I, I, I guess Foden scored goals, but were the goals Malasia's fault? 
They weren't my, they weren't Molasses' fault for sure. I don't look if we don't lose six. Uh, listen, I don't want to say that. Like that. If we don't lose Voldemort's score, yeah, then <laughs> we don't really we we don't really because there's certain little nice things he did. The little kick over the player and and dribble and da 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 da. I think what what um. Malassi has similar principles to Alango. Like he, his thing is, I'm gonna outwork everyone on my side. He's an all right footballer. I don't think he's horrible. I don't think he's great. I don't think. Yeah, I, I find it weird. I think sometimes when people have that Man United tag on and people speak as if to say we should judge them as if say they're meant to be 100 million pound signings. I think Malassia is good for what he is. I think this, uh, he can improve on his attacking, on his dribbling, definitely on his crossing. Um, and staying on his feet when when challenging, but he's not special yet. Anyway, he's that's really fair. good. That's fair. I think I think he's just been solid. That's like the best way you can describe him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. He's, he's been good. That's it. Um, thank you, Ken. Um, he also he also someone... is which is more than we could expect from our other left back. Um, uh, someone so that. No, someone, someone's jogging on the motorway. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Um, so someone, someone, um, I think it was that Adneji guy came back and just said number number 18 uh, with loads of question marks because um, he just wants to speak about the horror. Yeah, just copy and paste about. anything I've ever said about him in my life. Copy <laughs> when, 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 when he said number 18, does he mean number eight? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot as well. Honest to God, number eight, he makes me miserable. Like, I'm, and I'm and I'm being real. There's not many. There's there's been plenty of terrible United players in my lifetime here, but there's never been one quite so terrible that has so much like influence. Like the terrible United players have just been, you know, just terrible. You know what I mean? But yeah, they get kicked out at least. He's like he's terrible, and he's like. That will be made the captain and like the talisman, and he makes me miserable. That's all I can. That's all I can say, man. Like I can't only... lie. See, Ten Hag, yeah, you can't. You can't be someone that loves football and watch this man and think, yeah, man, this is I'm gonna build my team around. Man. He ma- he makes me lose my love for the game watching him play football. Like, yeah, it's, man, not, man. it's not fun. It's not fun. I swapped him out. I sold him out of my FPL team at halftime. <laughs> Because in my you head, I thought you're gonna at least get like goals and assists, you get it. But if you're not even gonna do that, yeah, man, get out of here, man. Give me trust hard. <laughs> you know what the maddest thing is, yeah. I, I remember Reeves now that you're speaking, I remember that first half of 1718 when Mikatarian Mikater- was playing. Elijah, the there's there's never been a United player I hated more than Mikatarian, yeah. And I never thought <laughs> I never thought anyone can make me hate a football player more than Mikatarian did. Honest to God, that's Until exactly what I'm saying. Number eight. Oh my it's days. Actually, insane because that those three months of Mkhitaryan, I couldn't believe what I was watching. That that to me was the lowest ebb of football I've seen from a United player. And Bruno regularly gets to, to that level. But that's what gets me angry is that the one thing you brought was goals and assists. Like we knew you weren't a good footballer. How do you take away the one good thing that you said so now what? Who are you? Like, get that brother out of my club, man, please, man. Um, United CM98 asked, um, what what would be a more joyous day, the day we sell Maguire or the day Jose was sacked? 
Um, I can't lie, Maguire's a non-fact. Like, I can't lie, that question's so irrelevant because he's not even he's not even in the squad. Why are we? What the hell? I, I went to go answer that question, and my brain was like, "What does this mean, bro? Like, like what? Like, I, I, I can't guess lie. it sounds cool, but I, you don't I, start. You don't come off the bench. He's, I can't lie. I would usually not ask that question, but I hate Maguire that much that I had to. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy, man. Um, a, a bowler D asked, evening starving pay, patron member here. I mentioned at the start of the pod. Um, what do you guys think was the highest contributor factor to the loss? Being shit, we team. are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot worse than Manchester City. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not, we're not good. Like, I think sometimes. United fans speak as if to say, yeah, man, if we change this one attribute, you can't change the attribute because your players aren't good. Like, But on top of that, I think obviously lack of confidence, lack of um, being on the front foot, um, poor decision-making. It seemed like players were fearful, um, lack of ability. Um, where where do we keep going? I don't know. Lack of Lucas A. But like, there was, we didn't have nothing to get it when we weren't good enough. So it's what it is, man. And obviously they weren't, they're elite they're elite. Let's be real about this. Like they're the best team in the country. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Maybe in Europe. Um, just Kuda asked Sancho for Palestri. Yeah, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. Cool. And then last one. Wait, mm, last few. Why? Why do we seem to deflate so badly after going or go down? Ten Hag talked about belief, so what would it take to build that back? I think when... No, I think I think like exactly what you said. I think when you're not when you're not a good team and you're running, you're winning your games off of momentum and you lose the momentum, you're baffled. It's like it's like you start winning fights and you're not a good fighter, and you're like, Ross, if I just swing this right arm, I can hit man. And then man starts, yeah, yeah, facts. And then man just starts slapping you in the face, and you're like, Raw, what I meant to like defend the hit as well and hit that is crazy. And you just hope for the bell. That's what you that's what United do, they just hope that each other is going to save them. And if it doesn't happen, I'm pissed, blood. like you can no offense, you can tell Rash Martial, they've even said it about themselves, these man, like. These men are very highly susceptible to negative emotions. So if they start questioning themselves, you're done, bro. It's the rest of the game done, bro. It's done. It's over. And last one from Slim Popper. Um, I'm going to ignore the first part of the question, which was about Ericsson's bad performance. Um, he said, with the need for a DM address with Casemiro, what kind of midfielder do we need currently? He thinks we need a ball carrier next to him. Uh, Casemiro should have started for us, but... If he has to, then a ball carrier. We need we need a we need a ball progressor, but we also need a final third midfielder that's good as well. We need two we need two midfielders. We need a replacement for Ericsson, a replacement for Bruno, and a replacement for McDonnell. We need we need everyone. We need Casemiro's a good footballer. Don't get me wrong. Like I would I would I'd rather him start right now. But going forward, do I want Casemiro to be starting for us? No, I don't. I really really don't. why no, not? No, I don't. I think he's really good. For the next year, year and a half, maybe two, maybe. But do I what's believe that, he's going to cover? What's, 
What's the evidence for that, though, for you to think he's going to fall off? Or is it just you watch... I don't think he's going to fall off. I just don't think he covers enough ground. That's what it. Would you, what, what would you like... What, what is it that you'd like him to do? Cover more ground. <laughs> what, what, I think he's got to look on the like, run, like running. Yeah, facts. Oh, really? <laughs> Fair facts. enough. But that's I think he's... I think about he's... Leveled at Casemiro before. Fair no, enough. no, no. I think that's what I'm saying. I want Casemiro in our squad. I want Casemiro on our squad. It's not. I'm not saying I want him in the same. I like. I want McTominay banished. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want Casemiro banished. I want Casemiro on our squad. I actually want Fred in our squad. Um, Ericsson for now in our squad. I want Bruno banished. Um, but I wouldn't count my chickens on Casemiro for the next three years. Personally, is my opinion. But this season, yeah, yeah, he has to be one of the first names in the team sheet. Absolutely. But what what type of player would you want over Casemiro? A player just like Casemiro, just younger and more energetic. That's it. Look, yeah. maybe you got to remember, yeah. Maybe I'm not seeing enough of him because he's coming on for fringe minutes. Let's be honest, right? So what we're watching is probably save the day minutes. You know, like when you come on the pitch and you're saying to yourself, "Shoot, I got like 20 minutes to try and make sure I'm a starter next week." So I'm just doing whatever I can. So I can't make a full judgment on him, innit? But from what I've seen, I've not been the happiest. But he, when he starts against... Um, who's he playing next week? Habifa. Who are we playing in a week? Um, uh, Ammonio sign. Mm. Yeah, Oceana. When he plays against Oceana, he might he might be that guy, do you know what I'm saying? And I might, I might have to eat my words, but we'll see, man. Just bring me Enzo Fernandez next summer, man. That's the new one, yeah? Yeah, I don't know. With that surname, I don't know. I don't want ping pong. Bring me Enzo Fernandez. Uh, I don't know fuck. about Fernandez. Is at my club right now. I'm even looking at I. Uh, uh, what's that? What's that, brother? That's what's he left back or something? I'm even looking at that brother, the young brother. Like, he's, he's good, man. He's a good he's player good, still. He's I know. Really good, man. Can he change, can he change that surname really though, man? Please, man. I'm saying. Preston <laughs> fans were giving the manager abuse for taking him off. Um, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Oh, but I'm hearing that man like Ahmad is is looking um questionable at Sunderland. But well, that's, that's that's not true considering the Sunderland fans love him and they actually watch the games. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. True, he's a tidy player, man. He's a tidy player. Well, All right, that was the last question. Um, yeah. Ah, man. <laughs> that loss was crazy. I can't even lie. <laughs> I can't lie, I don't even feel as bad. It feels that no, but that's the thing that I makes me feel so crazy. I feel the, the I feel bad... like I'm meant to be more angry than I am, you know. I can't lie. The bad feeling comes and goes because I realize yeah. that lo- lo- losing six feet should be worse than this, but do you know it's because we know who we are now. Like I remember when we was losing to these these teams that are better than us, and it was like, hey man, it should never happen at United. But it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been whack enough. Like, we've been whack for a long enough time for these L's to just. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, as a you, you know. can I be real? As a you, I used to always think that, right? You see, man, that support like Southampton and them teams there. Like, how does man live life? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I don't know, God said, let me let you experience it, man. You're going to get ten, 10 years of bullshit. Yeah, can't, man. Can't it is, it is, man. Just pick up, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, wait, last thing I'm going to say, sorry, because this is baffling. Bro, my only thing is there's no consistency in how we win or lose. Like, you know, like some man would be like, yeah, my team beats big teams, but loses to small teams or vice versa. 
Like when you're looking at who we've beaten, who we've lost to, there's no rationality. Like it's just emotion. Like Brentford, uh, who else did you lose to Southampton? Brighton. Brentford, Brighton, Man City. That's literally all three spectrums, top, middle, bottom. You've got them were beating Live Ah, oh, this team is sickening, man. <laughs> Sorry, you <man. laughs> Um, yeah, man. I'm I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you, Nigo. Thank you, Reeves. Thank you, Gaz. Um, we'll be back next week after the two games, and we've got. I feel so. This is the first of ten this month. So, hey, man, we've got a lot of shit to go through. But anyway, love for listening. Love for coming, boys. Peace. 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 Uh, Then love, guys. Rashford, he's in here. He scores. Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you. Guys in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, my dangle. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Ready! Description. Oh. How about Martial is isolated? Skirtle here. Oh yes! Welcome to Manchester United, Anthony Martial. I beat for backstage till the bars done. Slap one, slap two, that's your dance done. Like Rashford, I'm a fast one. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team, like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head, like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team, like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Sports Social Podcast Network.